0: This is Brain Diet, episode number 65. I'm Taylor Ann Macy, and you are listening to Brain Diet, where we feed your brain good information. What's up, everybody? Welcome back to the podcast. Let me tell you, the stars have aligned for this recording today. (laughs) I had planned to record this episode at a certain time in the week and my kids are staying up way later than we normally allow them to and they haven't been going to bed and so I haven't been able to record. I usually record after they go to sleep and listen to this. It is the middle of the day on a Wednesday and they are both asleep. I mean that is like mind-blowing to me. I realized, I'm like, oh my gosh, one's asleep and I'm going to put the other one down for a nap right now. I must record this episode. So I believe the universe has aided me in allowing me to record this episode because both of my kids are sleeping, probably because they are exhausted from staying up way later than I think they should. (laughs) So today we are talking about wanting what you don't have. If you were to think about what you want, if I were to ask you, what do you want in life? What would your answer be? What would you say? What would some things be on that list for you? How often do you think about what you want? How often do you spend time wanting it, desiring it, thinking about it? And how often do you work to get it? When we think about what it is that we want, The only reason we ever want anything is because of how we think it will make us feel. I want you to think in the context of the self coaching model if you obtained something new, like if you bought a new pair of shoes, the shoes aren't what make you feel excited or confident or happy. It's because you have a thought about getting the shoes, and that thought is what makes you happy like, these are going to look so good on me. Things outside of us aren't what make us happy. We make ourselves happy with how we think, with the thoughts that are going through our brain. So then people ask the question, if I can just make myself happy with what I'm thinking and with the thoughts that are going through my head, then why would I ever want something? And that is the most beautiful part. Because people think that wanting something and getting something is to solve for a lack of something else. And I believe the opposite is true. I think that wanting things is a spiritual practice and it allows us to stay connected to ourselves. I think that our desires and the things that we want in life are kind of our roadmap to discover who it is we truly are. It allows us to evolve into the version of ourselves that grows and change, that grows and changes and that really becomes who it is we are meant to become I don't think that wanting is meant to solve for anything. I don't think that dreams and goals are meant to solve for a lack of something. I believe that they are there to prove to us who we are, to allow us to uncover who it is that we are. So if wanting something feels good, if you think about something that you want and it feels good, then you're on the right track. And if wanting something feels bad, then there's a mess somewhere that needs to be cleaned up. So think about when wanting feels good for example think of in elementary school when you had a crush on someone and then you found out that they liked you back like you wanted this person and then you found out that they liked you back and it was like magic right you're like oh my gosh i have a crush and my crush likes me too this is amazing it feels so good to desire that person because you know that it is requited right the feelings are mutual think about wanting a vacation We just recently returned from Siesta Key in Florida, and we loved it so much that we planned another trip to go in 2023. So literally two years from now, we have the same place reserved and are going to go back to Siesta Key. And it cracks me up because it's two years away, but it feels so good to want it. It feels so good to think about it and to desire it and to imagine all the fun things that we're going to get to do. Or for me, wanting my kids to play sports and be in musicals and make friends, I want all those things for them. And it's so fun for me now when they are so young to think about that in the future, to know that they are going to be involved in things and that I will get to watch it. It feels so good to imagine. Or even having a package in the mail, like I want something and I know that it's coming and it feels so good. Like the anticipation of the package coming is almost more exciting than the actual package coming. (laughs) Like all of that wanting feels really good. And a lot of those things, like the package or my kids doing what they're going to do in 10 years or the trip in Florida, I don't have those things yet. But wanting it and thinking about it, it feels so fun and exciting. So there are two reasons that wanting would feel bad. And the first reason is that we think we can't have it. So if there's something that we want that has an underlying belief that we can't have it, of course it feels painful. It's when we want something and we think we can't have it that this terrible feeling comes up for us. And this happens a lot in weight loss. When people are approaching weight loss and any type of physical transformation, there is so often... In people's brains, an underlying belief that they can't have the body that they want. They can't have the weight loss that they want. They can't have the body composition that they want. And so thinking about it can be very painful. This can also happen with money. People that want to make more money, they have an underlying belief that they can't have it. And so thinking about all of their dreams that would come as a result of money is very painful. Another thing that people might want that they think they can't have, like a house in the housing market right now like it's kind of a joke going around social media, how ridiculous the housing market is right now. So there are a lot of people that want to buy a house that think that they won't be able to get one. And so it's painful thinking about wanting a house because of that underlying belief. The second reason that wanting might feel bad is because we put off feeling good until we get it. So as a reminder, How we feel is coming from how we're thinking. It's not coming from something outside of us. It's not coming from the achievement of a goal or the possession of an item or the trip we take. Our emotions are coming from how we're thinking about things. And so if we think that we will feel better once we get something, then in the moment of not having it, we're in constant tension. And so we're seeking constant relief from this tension by urgently trying to pursue this thing that we want. And of course, that feels terrible. If we're like hustling our butts off to try and get something and we think that we will get relief once we achieve that thing, it's just going to feel terrible the whole way. And so wanting it feels awful. So not having something isn't what creates a lack of confidence or a lack of happiness. Confidence and happiness come from our thinking, regardless of what we do or do not have. Most people want things in their life because of something they lack. If we don't feel happy, if we don't feel worthy, if we don't feel confident, then we want something outside of us to change that because there is something that we lack. And that's what I believe is so painful about wanting in this case. It is so painful because it's coming from what the brain envisions as an empty hole that is in need of being filled. So what I want to ask you is, what if there are no holes in your life? What if you could be present with your life as it is? What if you could be curious about your life and wonder, what if everything is exactly as it should be right now? What if everything is perfect in this moment? When we ask those questions and really consider the possibility of them, we allow ourselves to be in the present moment and allow ourselves to dream and want things and set goals from a place of abundance. My husband Ben and I earlier this year talked about moving to Hawaii for a year. Our kids aren't in school yet and we realized that this would be the year to do it because then we could have that adventure year and come back and settle and have the kids start school and all the things. And when we started talking about it, my brain immediately went to like, oh my gosh, that's ridiculous, we can't do that. There's no way. We we can't have that. And it was painful to think about an adventure we were missing out on was where my brain went. And my sweet Ben was so optimistic and realistic. He's like, no, we would just do it this way and we figured this out and we could do it. And the way that he talked about it, like he was talking about the weather, opened up my mind to thinking, wait, our life is amazing now and we could want to do something super fun. We could want to move to a different state for a year. We could move to a beach for a year. And I so admired the way that he wanted it from a place of this would be fun and not from a place of we don't have enough fun in our lives and we need more. It feels so different and feels so much better when it's coming from that place of abundance. So the ways to fix the painful wanting that might come up for you is first to work on believing that you can have what it is that you want. The process of really thinking about what you want is what brings up all of the things preventing you from believing in a deeper way. And this isn't to say that you have to believe more deeply in order to be better. It just means that really opening up to possibilities and giving space in your brain to think about what it is that you want without judgment and without shutting it down, it brings up the obstacles on your journey to deeper greatness. Working on believing in what you want and facing it head on, regardless of whether or not you achieve it, it doesn't make you any better or greater but you will have removed the obstacles blocking you from knowing how great you are. Greatness within you is inherent. We just have to dig to uncover it. It's already there. And I believe that we do that by pursuing what it is that we want, that we don't have, from a place of abundance. Think about something that you want and beliefs that you have that get in the way. Say there's something that you want and you have a thought, I'm not capable of it. I'm not good enough. I'm not smart enough. I don't know how to do that. Imagine if you overcame those beliefs and achieved what it was that you want. What would be different about you and how you would approach life? Who cares what it was that you achieved? You would be internally transformed. So the second way to fix painful wanting is to feel good now. You don't have to wait for the outcome to feel good. The outcome isn't what makes you feel good. It's how it is you are thinking about the outcome. Did you know that you could be happy and content exactly where you are now in your life and still want more? Did you know that you could want to lose weight and be confident in your body as it is in this very moment? Imagine a weight loss journey where you felt confident and content the entire time. Like from where you are now until your goal weight, imagine if you felt those emotions. Did you know that was available to you? It takes some work and it takes some awareness to know what it is that you're thinking and what you want to think on purpose. But imagine what type of journey that would be. It would be like the vacation. It would be like knowing that that vacation to Florida, to Siesta Key, is two years away and I just have to patiently wait and think about it and be so excited about it. I'm already enjoying the vacation before it's even happening. That's what we have to do with the things that are painful to want is we have to work on our belief that it's possible, that we can have it, and that all we have to do is overcome the thoughts getting in our way. We get to feel good now. Isn't that great news? Such great news. The third way to fix painful wanting is to cultivate your why. Why is it that you want something? If it is coming from that scarcity place of the grass is greener on the other side, I have a hole in my life, that i need to fill i have a lack of something that needs to be solved for you will never get to a destination where things feel solved for because no matter where you get your brain is going to come with you that scarcity mindset will follow you no matter what you achieve no matter what things you want no matter what you obtain those thoughts will come with you so with whatever it is that we want we have to drop that piece We have to drop the belief that it will somehow be better elsewhere. Another piece to cultivating your why is a lot of times we will come from a place of a lack of worthiness. Somehow I will be more worthy. I will be better if I achieve this thing. This is also a lie. Just like I mentioned, you have greatness and worthiness in you that is already inherent. It's not something you need to achieve or something that can be taken from you. It's already there because you exist on this planet. And so believing that somehow you need something outside of you to be more worthy isn't true. So don't come from that place either. The other piece to cultivating your why is similar to what I've mentioned. If it is coming from a place of I have this problem that I need to solve, then there's some work to do. What if you have nothing to solve for and you can want more? Because there is no such thing as a problem until we create it with our brains. And so if we have created problems that we believe we need to solve by obtaining something outside of us, then we can just as easily work on believing that everything is exactly as it is supposed to be right now, and you can want more. So if we're ever in a hurry for something, if we are ever trying to rush towards something that we want, it's an indication to do this work. You have to ask yourself, how do I feel good given my current circumstance and still want more? What if nothing has gone wrong and it would be fun to see what is possible? I think of the phrase, you can have anything you want if you put your mind to it. And I believe that to be true. But what has to happen is you have to first identify what it is that you want. Some of us, it's so painful to think about that we don't even know. We shut it down so much that we aren't even aware of what it is that we want in life. So first, you have to discover that. You have to decide what it is that you want create a goal, perhaps, and then you have to align your thinking. You have to work on believing that you can have it. You have to work on those thoughts that get in your way, those thoughts of I'm not capable, I'm not worthy, I can't do this. Those thoughts are the ones that are getting in the way between you and what you want, And then you take massive action to create evidence to prove it, to create evidence to work towards your goal. Like if you wanted to go on a vacation, you wouldn't just sit around waiting for it to happen. For us, for Siesta Key in 2023, we have the place booked. We have the dates. I've started to think about childcare. I don't even know what that's going to look like in two years, but I've started to think about it. We took massive action to make it happen. This is what we have to do. We are introducing new thoughts to our brain, like maybe it's possible, and our job is to work hard to create evidence that those thoughts are true. It's kind of like adding oxygen to a fire. We have to give those thoughts fuel so that we can think those thoughts by default as opposed to the thoughts that aren't serving us, those thoughts that are getting in the way. So whatever emotion you think you will feel upon achieving something is the emotion required to fuel the pursuit of it. So just like I mentioned, if you think you will feel confident when you lose the weight, then the necessary emotion required for you to get there is confidence. Do you allow yourself to dream and think about what it is that you want? Many people are too busy putting out fires in their lives and reacting to everything that they don't have a plan and they don't allow themselves to want things. And then wanting things is so painful because they feel a lack of it. They feel like they can't have it. When you think about what it is that you want, you give your brain something to focus on. Because if we don't give it that to focus on, it will by default focus on what we don't want and all of the things that are going wrong. And that all feels terrible. So what is it that you want? Do you know what I want? I want a husband. And I want two kids. And I want a dog. And I want a house with a big living room and a big lawn. And I want to have my dream job. Those are things that I currently have that I want so much. And it feels so good to want them because I know that I can have them. And there are things that I don't have that I also want. I want a seven figure business. I want to live in this specific area of our city one day. There are certain weights and movements in the gym that I want to be able to master. I want to be able to go to the Maldives and stay in one of those huts on the water. I have a whole mixed bag of things that I want, and that includes things that I have and things that I don't. That's the beautiful part. That is wanting from abundance because wanting feels good in all of those areas for me. I know that all of those things that I don't have are coming just like that vacation. I just get to enjoy the anticipation of it and it feels amazing. Imagine wanting what you already have and wanting more and imagine all of it feeling good that is everything I have for you, my friends. Thank you so much for listening. I'll talk to you soon.